from the studios, teeing it up in the swamp of Jersey. This is teeing it up presents the Sunday Sprint, the fantasy edition for this week one of the NFL season, which is September 9th, 2018. We welcome in Danny Flecka for this uh, fantasy portion. Hello, sir. How's it going? Uh, what do you look at today as the most tra- uh uh, I, I can't uh, trap game like situation when it relates to fantasy. What what's that game where you look at the defense and say, just stay away from any offensive players in this game because the defense is just too good. For week one, it's always a little bit difficult to, to gauge that, but I think if you look at one matchup where the game could be ugly, the game is going to be very defensive and very. I guess conservative is I would look at the New York Giants and Jacksonville game. And that's a tough game to say that about because you have some big-time players going in those games, you know, Odell Beckham, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, and Leonard Fournette. You know, those are four, you know, starters probably that you're looking at at throwing out there this week. But I think that game is going to be a slugfest. I think it's going to be about the turnovers, and I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So usually in that situation, you know, you're getting little output from those position players that you need to step up for you. So I think those are, that's one of the games that is going to be tough, uh, you know, to see a lot of output uh, for uh, those players. And I also think uh, another game to look at is Pittsburgh-Cleveland. It's uh, really nasty there today before I left. Uh, you know, they did a quick look in on the NFL show on NFL Network. It's raining there. Apparently the wind is going to get up to 30-plus uh, miles per hour. And in that game, you have guys like James Connors, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown. And, you know, on the Brown side, you probably have, like, Carlos Hyde. You know, if you are in a deep league, Tyrod Taylor. And maybe even throwing out a guy like Josh Gordon out there. You know, I think that's going to be another game that's going to be Ugly, low-scoring, uh, very defensive-minded. So I think those two games are the games that you're looking at. And, and if you have players in those games, you're hoping that you can get as much as you can out of them. But I think those are the two games that you have to look at that might be uh, trap games or games you're going to come away with not being too happy with what your players gave you. What's your take on James Conner? Le'Veon Bell obviously holding out now. It's holding out in, in the regular season. What's your take on him? you got to play him. Chances are you picked him up or have him because you have Le'Veon Bell. You know, he's going to get touches. How many? I'm not 100% sure. I think he probably gets between, you know, 18 to 22 touches. I don't know what he's going to give them from a pass-catching perspective like they did with Le'Veon. You knew Le'Veon was always going to probably see around five to seven targets just in the passing game. You know, they might divvy those up potentially to their tight ends like Jesse James and Vance McDonald, but I think it's, you know, you have to see what he's going to do today. And you hope that if you have him, you're only using him for one week. But if you have him, you got to play him and hope that the Steelers create the same type of opportunity for him that they do for Le'Veon. But you got to remember that a lot of what Le'Veon does is improv. And he makes a lot of things happen when things aren't there. So I don't think you're going to see a lot from that. I think if you can get 50 yards and a touchdown from James Connors. You'd be happy, but you're not going to see a lot of what Le'Veon does by him because Le'Veon's that unique of a player. 
Non-fantasy question. How long do you think Le'Veon uh, 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 holds out for? It's an interesting situation. I mean, you look at the way he's been approaching it from the beginning. He hasn't signed his tender. He's in, he forfeited $850,000 for this week. Uh, a lot of what's coming out of his camp is that he's going to hold out as long as possible because he thinks he's going to make it on the back end. The Steelers aren't resitting the offer, so, you know, he's kind of... He's, you know, from a playing perspective, stuck between a rock and a hard place. And the earliest he needs to report you to be eligible for agency is week uh, 11. And I think they have a bye uh, week 9 or week 10. So he actually can report, like, around week 12 or something like that. I think he probably comes back this week if I had to bet on it. Uh, Aaron Donald did a similar thing last year. But if he's not back this week, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him by Halloween. Alright, let's uh, dive into fantasy, fantasy here. Quarterbacks you like this week, quarterbacks you don't like this week. I like uh, Deshaun Watson and Tom Brady in that matchup. Both of them, uh, I think, are going to have good games. Uh, you know, the, the obvious choices too, like Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be good. Uh, a sneaky play could be Alex Smith, you know, going up against that Washington, uh, Arizona defense. I think that Washington has the weapons to, to give Alex enough op- opportunity to, to pick up some points there. I also like Kirk Cousins. I know he didn't have a great preseason, but he's playing at home. 49ers defense is nothing to write home about. He has weapons, you know, at his disposal first game of the season, so I think he's going to be pumped up. It could be a nice play for you, and then if you're looking at something a little bit more outside the box, you know, if you have a guy like Marcus Mariota, I think he could have a good game, too, uh, against Miami. Miami's defense is not that great. My only concern in that game is if Tennessee is ahead, they're going to resort to the running game, kind of taking the ball out of Mariota's hands, but I think that game's close enough for a while where they have to let Mariota do some things, and he has... He has a skill set to beat teams with his arm and his, his leg, so I do like Mariota in that game. QBs I don't like, you know, I'll go back up to the Jacksonville Giants game. Neither of those quarterbacks I like. I don't like uh, Garoppolo in Minnesota. Again, it's a tough place to play. It, you know, they could be chucking the ball around a lot, and that just leaves a lot of potential mistakes by the quarterback, so I'd stay away from him. I think there's better options. Uh, he probably took him late in the draft, too, if you did draft him. So you might have some better options there. And then if you have, for whatever reason, Sam Darnold or, or Derek Carr going on Monday night, I'd stay away from those two. You know, it kind of stinks that you'd have to wait till Monday night to potentially you know, win a matchup, but those two matchups for those two QBs uh, tomorrow night aren't great at all, so I'd stay away from those two as well. Um, let's talk about running backs, obviously, besides James Conner. The running backs, you know, I, I look at where the, the running backs are going to get the touches, and, you know, I, I, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be a monster today, you know. Dallas is in flux between what it is that they're doing offensively, but the one guy that they have that they know what they're going to get you know, out of is, is Zeke, so I like him. And then on the other side of that game, I love McCaffrey this year, and I love him in this matchup. They can do it all for them, catch the ball. They look like they're committed to giving him touches. They'll probably see between 22 to 25 touches in total. So I really like him. Uh, one guy that... Not a lot of people are talking about, you know, we mentioned the Browns game, but Carlos Hyde could be in for a big game as far as, like, workload's concerned. 
if you're looking to stretch yourself a little bit too and find some people outside the box, uh, Peyton Barber could be a good play for you against the Saints. You know, they could be blown out early, but if, if he's in there on first, second, and third down, he could get some, you know, good points uh, and value for you in the past game. He is a well-rounded back. And another guy I really like a lot this week is Alex Collins against the Bills. I think they're going to run it down their throats. I think that they're going to limit, you know, the passing that they do there. Cause I think they're going to be that far ahead in that game. So I think Alex Collins is, is a good good play this week as well, besides all the obvious guys that you're definitely starting. As we look at the fantasy outlook for week one here with Danny Fleck on teeing it up, what's interesting to me when you talk about wide receivers is you've got a bunch of guys, the Beckhams of the world, the the Antonio Bryant of the world, um, the um, you know big playmakers in games that may not be conducive to um, high scoring. So is this a day for a guy like Chris Hogan with the Patriots? Um, or or a, a guy like Robbie Anderson with the Jets against Detroit on Monday night that, that it could be more conducive for them because some of the bigger-name guys are in defensive grudge match games? Oh, absolutely. And I, and I love Hogan this week uh, for the Patriots here. They only dress or only have three wide receivers on the roster right now. So I think that Hogan is going to see his you know seven to ten targets today, and he's good in the red zone for them, so... I think Hogan is a great play today. I know it's a tough defense he's going against, but the weather up here in Boston right now is 65 and a little overcast. I think that's perfect weather. There's no issue with the wind or anything like that. So um, I think he's going to have a a great opportunity. I I like Devin Funches a lot, too, against Dallas. That secondary isn't anything to write home about. He's big. He's a physical target. uh, And Cam likes throwing to him, so I, I do like Funches a lot today, too. And then you go to some other matchups. You know, guys like Keenan Allen, guys on the Chargers are going to be good plays for you this week. You know, you're probably starting him already, but I really like his matchup against that Chiefs secondary that basically was revamped this offseason. And, I, you know, last time I saw it, it looked like Barry was very questionable at best to play. So fire up, you know, fire him up. And then you look at tomorrow night, you know, guys like Cooper Cup can be big plays for you. Uh, Oakland secondary. It's nothing great. I, I'm not even sure who they have playing in there. But, you know, Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods could present a, a lot of value for you as well. So, you know, it's the second-tier wide receivers that usually help your team out the most. And it's guys like that that are going to be able to to help you win those games. So, you know, those types of guys that I think could have big games this weekend. Um we got tight ends, we've got flex players, we've got anybody else on the offensive side of the ball um, that you uh, that you uh, like this week in their various roles. Yeah, so for tight ends, if you got a guy like Trey Burton, I'm a big fan of Trey Burton and, and what he did in Philadelphia. He reminds me of Jordan Reed. He's never going to get the snap count in Philly because they had, you know, a, a top-tier tight end in Zach Ertz. So I think today in a game where it's a, uh, they're in Lambeau, it's going to be a hostile environment, and Trubisky's still going to learn. Is still learning the ropes a bit. I love what Burton presents for him and against that Green Bay linebacking core. So Jerry Burton's a guy tight end that I I think you fire up in all formats. I think he could be some good. He could probably have some good value as far as. Um, 
DraftKings or FanDuel. Um, flex players, you know, some guys outside that you're looking at, James White, I, I like his matchup today. I know that it looks like Burkhead might be the primary ball carrier, but we know what the Pats do with their running backs, and I think James White's going to have a big game, especially since, again, they're not, they don't have a lot of options at wide receiver. And Chris Thompson with the Redskins, he was having a phenomenal year for them last year. He's actually a top 20 running back as far as point production is concerned, and it looks like he's back and healthy, and we know Alex Smith likes to dink and dunk a little bit if he has to, and Chris Thompson's that guy for the Redskins, so he's going to be, I think, utilized a lot on third down and, and long yard situations, get him outside, get him matched against some linebackers, and he does some, some damage when he's put in that type of situation. So those three guys, you know, from, from that perspective are guys that I would look at and throw into your lineups if you have them. Uh, we've talked about kickers before. Kickers are like uh, coins. You don't know what side they're going to come up on when, when you go heads or tails. So, and, and especially starting out, you have no idea what the holder or long snapper situation is in week one. So with that being said, is there anybody, any kicker you feel confident about? And when I look at the kickers and I draft them or when I pick them up, I'm looking at the, the matchup and the weather. So... I usually tend to stick to kickers that are on prolific offenses because you know they're going to be driving the ball down the field and be given an opportunity to kick field goals or extra points. So in that situation, you know, I look at guys like Will Watts in New Orleans, uh, Matt Prater in Detroit. You know, they play inside half their, half their time, and they're on offenses that do move the ball up and down the field. If you want to, you know, if you want to even look further, you look at guys that are potentially in defensive showdowns where maybe getting into the red zone isn't always going to happen. So, you, again, you can look at a guy like Aldrich Rosas if you have no other options in New York. I'm not sure who the Jacksonville kicker is because I know they got rid of uh, Jason Myers, but you, know, you can look at somebody like that. You know, But I'd stay away from anybody potentially in a bad weather situation this week, and it looks like uh, those that would be like Chris Boswell and Zane Gonzalez this week. So those are two guys I probably would look elsewhere for. But um, kicker, again, like you said, it's an arbitrary thing. You pick up whoever's available. If you have a top-tier one, good for you. But it doesn't really matter. I think who you have there. Um, and finally, we have defenses. Some good defenses this week I like a lot. You know, Jacksonville is going to present great value. You know what they're going to give you. Um, Good defensive front. You know, Eli does tend to turn the ball over, so you can see some, uh, some interceptions there. San Diego, uh, they're in a good spot at home. Good pass rush, good defensive line. I, I like New Orleans this week against Tampa Bay, and then Baltimore against Buffalo. Um, thank you, sir. Week one. Um, ready to go. Ready to see if, it's, uh, if you drafted correctly. Yes, it is an exciting day. Thank you, sir, and thank you all for listening to this portion of the Sunday Sprint.